This week's podcast is brought to you by the fine folks over at Friendly TV. If you are a fan of classic television, then this is the streaming service for you. Friendly TV has over 40 channels, including MeTV, that allow you to relive your favorite TV moments and indulge in a marathon of your favorite classics with shows like Leave it to Beaver, Star Trek, A-Team, Andy Griffith, and many, many more. And best of all, the price is right. At the time of this podcast, plans start at just $6.99 a month. I'll put a link in the description section of this episode so that you can try a 7-day free trial of my favorite streaming service around. And now, on with the show. Good old cousin Oliver. The harbinger of doom. The beginning of the end for the Brady Bunch. Or was he? Let's spend a few minutes talking about the character, as well as the actor who played him. I am fully aware that there are those who are critical of the Cousin Oliver episodes, but I always liked them. I mean, come on, he was an adorable little feller left with the Bradys while his parents traipsed around the globe. What's not to love? Plus, he looked just like a mini John Denver, one of my favorite musicians back then. So like I said, some folks look at Cousin Oliver as the beginning of the end for the Bradys, but if you think about it, the end was already near before he even showed up. The sad reality is that the kids were just getting too darn old. Without a doubt, I can say with certainty, the demise of the Brady Bunch wasn't Cousin Oliver's fault or the actor who played him, Robbie Rist. The show was already on its last legs. Cousin Oliver has the unique honor of having a syndrome named after him. Yep, Cousin Oliver syndrome refers to a cute child actor who's added to the cast of a long-running TV show in hopes of boosting ratings, or to replace child cast members who have grown up, usually with disastrous results. While the Brady Bunch ended after five seasons, I am happy to report that Robbie Rist's career did not. Over the next few years, he could be seen in shows like Chips, The Love Boat, and many more. However, for the sake of time, I'm going to focus on a couple of my favorite Robbie Rist sightings during the 70s. So you knew that I was going to talk about Big John, Little John, right? Debuting on Saturday mornings on NBC a couple years after the demise of the Brady Bunch, Herb Edelman stars as a man who inadvertently drinks from the fountain of youth, I should say sips, with disastrous results. You see, John can't control when he becomes young again, which happens sporadically and without warning to great comedic effect. The show was produced by the Brady Bunch's very own Sherwood Schwartz and really was a lot of fun. Fast forward a few more years and you'll see young Mr. Rist got the prime role of Dr. Z in the Battlestar Galactica follow-up Galactica 1980. I distinctly remember reading Starlog magazine and thinking, Wow, Cousin Oliver is going to be in Battlestar Galactica. However, even though the article is full of prose straight from a PR firm, it's also clear to me that Robbie was a bit of a science fiction geek, such as myself, and all of a sudden, I had to give the guy a little bit more respect. Unfortunately, after the three-hour premiere event, another actor took over the role of Dr. Z. I'm not sure why, but end of the day, that particular switcheroo was the least of the show's problems. At the height of the early 80s music video craze, Robbie starred in the NBC and then CBS cartoon Kid Video, where he played the keyboardist. I forget his name on the show, but what I remember is that I really liked some of the songs on that show, especially the theme song. I think the last thing that I recall seeing him in on primetime television was an appearance in a 1985 episode of Knight Rider. 
I've got to say one thing for Robbie. He really did show up on a bunch of great TV shows. So, what the heck happened to Robbie Wrist? Where is he today? Well, the guy always had a thing for music. And as such, he ended up being a John Denver tribute performer and tours the country singing Rocky Mountain High and Country Roads to packed crowds night after night. Wait. All right, that's a lie. What isn't a lie is that Robbie is a musician. But I'll talk about that in a minute because right now I'm going to talk about some of the amazing voiceover work that Robbie has been doing to pay the bills for the past three decades. I'll start right here with the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle trilogy where Robbie was the voice of Michelangelo. I really loved that first movie and the second one wasn't bad. The third one I didn't love as much. Paige Turco was such a great April O'Neil. Wrist also did some voiceover work on one of my favorite cartoons of all time, Batman the Animated Series, where he showed up as a character named Spunky, who was brought in to save a TV show whose ratings were starting to dip. Sound familiar at all? So I also feel like I should mention Wrist's work on Naruto, where he plays a character named Choji Akimichi. But truthfully, I haven't seen the show. I know, I know, I probably should. It's just that there's so little time and so much to watch. A guy has got to prioritize things a bit. And even more recently, Robbie can be heard on the children's show Doc McStuffins as a dragon named Stuffy. So you get it, right? Robbie has made a decent career out of voiceover work. But earlier I mentioned that Robbie was a musician, so let's talk about that for a moment. First and foremost, you should probably check out his channel on YouTube. Subscribe to it, too. Seriously, the dude is great. In particular, I love his acoustic version of the Raspberry's classic hit, Go All The Way. Yep, for the past three decades, Robbie has been hitting the music scene pretty hard with a few different bands. None of them have produced any chart-topping hits, at least that I'm aware of. But I love that he's been able to do exactly what he's passionate about. And from time to time, make a little coin doing it. One example of that, a great example of that, in fact, is Riss' work in the Sharknado series. You know those movies where sharks swim around in a tornado and devour people? What? You haven't seen any of them? Oh my goodness. You owe it to yourself, at the very least, to see the first one. It's a B-movie classic. Anyway, Robbie provided some of the music used in the first three Sharknado flicks. And he also made an appearance in the movie as a character named Robbie the Bus Driver. These days, Robbie is also an actor very much in demand at Comic-Cons and other nostalgia-based events. I've said it before, but I'll go ahead and say it again. I love it when actors embrace their past and find time to celebrate with their fans. Alright, that's it, folks. Hey, if you didn't know, this podcast is a compliment to the videos that I make over on YouTube. And I would love to have you swing on by and check out my channel. It's easy to find because my channel is my name, Dave Sundstrom. Also, as long as I'm asking, why not add this little podcast to your subscription queue? I plan on releasing new episodes about three or four times a week. But most importantly, and as always, I want to thank you for taking a few minutes out of your day to get a little nostalgic with me. I really appreciate it. I truly do.